Podcast on the internet. It's your boys aren't here, late to work, now live with episode 31. Getting older in our old age. It's your boy Money Mitch, aka King Lear, aka the light skinned Lord of the Flies, aka the Mexican Messiah, aka Daddy Longstroke, the motherfucking Clitoris Wrangler, aka the Dreadhead Nick in your lobby, your everyday entrepreneur. It's at Mitch Games with a Y because I'm a little bit gay all your preferred social media platforms. Find me on Twitter, Instagram, wherever you want to find me. I'm here rocking with my funniest man in Rhode Island. It's only Chris Allen, the Black Hank Moody, Shank Moody, maybe Tank Moody. I don't know. <laughs> Yo, it sounds different in every episode, dog. Yeah, accent. I never know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Sweet James Jones Jr., the young OG, Midwest best, Midwest half. Wherever you find me at, yo. Episode thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. Thirty-one. Jeez, shit. I mean, it's been a long Monday. <laughs> yo, for real. Yeah, we recording this on Monday this week. Uh, my man doing a little bit of traveling. Uh, I got a whole bunch of work stuff going on this week, uh, so we bounced around a little bit. Where are you going anyway? Uh, I'm just going to be in Portsmouth, New Hampshire for a day. Then I'm going to have a meeting in, I think, like like Devons or something. The second for day. work or for gig? No, for work. Oh. Yeah. That ain't no fun. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm going to try to do some comedy out there, at least in Portsmouth. So try yeah, to get a couple mics in. Yeah, see no. what they're working with out there. I always forget that about like the mic scene. Like It's not like you need to know anybody. You can just go like, no, sign just, up. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah exactly. Like, I can go to drive to Pennsylvania and go hit a mic if I wanted to. Yeah, yeah. You know, we would fucking know. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Maybe that's how I'll start doing comedy. I'll just do comedy in weird places. <laughs> I'll do a mic in like fucking Henneker, New Hampshire. Yeah. Go to like Kittery, Maine. Like all these weird fucking places. <laughs> but half of the half of the shit is just like the the... Building with people and letting people know because you go in these yeah. outskirts and shit. Oh, yeah, no, and then, yeah. yeah, you don't like. Well, yeah, we'll say that's a good place to like test out material uh, and like to bomb on a crowd that you're never gonna see again. Yeah, yeah, like, like the people I'm trying to build, I want to see me again. I don't want to see like them to watch me bomb nine times. Uh, they the come bomb, back for the 10th. No, bombing's part of it, man. That's oh, like, that's part of it. I just yeah. don't want it to be most of it. Yeah, well, people know, like, they see you work, like, because I've seen this, I've seen a guy like. Who started off awful, and then like I'll see him like months later, and be like, oh man, I can tell this guy's been working. But you can tell the people who haven't been working they're doing the same shit, trying yeah. to rehook, <laughs> re- recook that, you know, reheat that food up, and it's not working. So yeah, I mean, everybody out here just trying to do their best. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but some people. But suck. are you trying to do? It? No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, are you working? Are you, are you working? Are, are you, you really grounded? I I I I go through material. That's probably my. Uh, probably to a default because I I like flipping material I like writing so like I'll I, I probably got like this weekend I'm gonna try and go back to old shit and like rework it rewrite it and see if see I if can, you can make yeah. make some chicken salad yeah <laughs> sometimes you just like move on you have a better ideal and you just want to use that shit I, I feel that way about my writing all the time it's like I go back and like some stuff I used to love that like I remember I did a, like a whole purge of like a lot of my writing online not long mm-hmm. ago and like you go through and it's like I used to like share this with people like god this is terrible and then uh-huh. other things I'd find I'd be like I hated this when I wrote this yeah. like five years ago uh-huh. and now it's like 
you know, fucking frame it and put it on the wall. Yeah, like, this is like my shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, you can learn, like, a lot from, like, past you. Like, yeah, exactly. Uh, even though I spend too much time on social media, like everybody else in the world, like, one of my favorite things in all of social media is, like, fucking the Facebook memory shit. Because, uh-huh. like, yo, I had some rants back in the day. Right. Like, unmedicated 2012 uh-huh. bitch is uh-huh. on some shit. And every once in a while, some shit will pop up, and I'm just like, you know, I ain't thought like that in a minute. Like, good looks, 22-year-old Mitch. You're an insightful fellow at 4.30 in the morning. Uh, and other times, I'm like, yo, that's going to get you fired one day. Uh, yeah, I don't uh, I'm, I, I feel like I need to be more on social media because I'm not, I'm a, I like to, I don't like to just like post shit out there in the world. I like. Yeah, to, I know. We'd have more fucking listeners if you did. <laughs> I, know, I need it. It's definitely something I need to fucking work. I just net on social media that much. Like, I'll hop Which is funny for a guy in, like, the age of social media that's so image-driven that that somebody who takes a shit ton of pictures that you don't really, like, fuck with social media. Nah, I don't really fuck with Because you always got the camera out. Yeah, but it's usually, like, for, like, videos and shit like that, but... Yeah. Yeah. IG popping, bro. Yeah. (laughs) I I am. It's something that's, like, on my thing to do is to be, like, more on so in it, on social media not allowing it to like dictate who I am yeah. or like and that's like, that's the fine line is yeah. like I I'm very you know you can ask anyone who knows me like I'll, I'll be the first to fall into the social media rabbit hole uh-huh. but for me it's like it's hard to it's hard to acknowledge that something is happening and not give it my attention if mm. it's something that like I find interesting or I find like rewarding or if I just find like isn't getting enough attention yeah uh and there's so like now at the rate where like news is available, like you can see something that will grab your eye, and there's five thousand different opinions, facts, videos, whatever you want to like go find on it. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't believe anything. I'm super skeptical. So yeah. it's like I want to figure out what where where's that middle ground? Like we talk about all the time, right? Like where's the truth in this? Mm-hmm. And so like to do that in the fucking internet age, like you get you give me too many options. If I was yeah. born like forty years ago, this would have been dope because I get fascinated with something, I'd read like a book, maybe an encyclopedia entry. That'd be good. That'd yeah. be all the information that's available to me. Maybe once in a while, if I got like really rich in my old age, I'd go like interview a few people. And that would be that. Yeah. But now it's like, no. I'm going I'm to I'm be in subreddits. I'm going to be in fucking weird Russian forums. I'm, you know, I'm going to be you know, checking fucking Wikipedia like reference list to see like what you know, they're tagging shit from. So yeah, no, it's too much for me. I, I saw, need to get off the internet. Yeah, I I almost got sucked in yesterday. Uh, I hopped on Facebook and I saw two of my friends from college arguing about the fucking uh, the Sacramento shooting. And um, oh good, I want to get into this. Okay. And uh, so the one uh, who's like a close buddy of mine, he's in the, he's a comedian now in Chicago, and he's liberal, and mm. he's like he helped he put up the sign that like. Uh, about uh, Stephen Clark or Stephen Clark getting mm. shot uh, like 20 times or whatever he got shot mm. uh, but they apprehended the uh, one dude from the, from the Parkland shooting yeah Nicholas Cruz yeah without like pretty peacefully and so my other buddy who uh, lives out in the, uh, he's he's like an ex-marine and so or ex-military in some sort uh, Asian dude but like super super right mm. he was like well your that sign doesn't make any sense because a like steve stephen clark you know they got a uh message that you know someone is breaking in the cars um and that he you know he and that he was actively like doing it at the time and you know like a bunch of stuff that didn't make sense for someone to get shot that made and he was like actually he got shot 
like you know seven times or six times yeah. or whatever like yeah. times like yeah. yeah and it was like and he's like he's a criminal and you know why are you so trying to so what do you call a mass shooter exactly he, but he was like oh and then um, uh, Cruz was you know he he would blend in with the students and they called him outside of the school I think they called him like at a restaurant yeah, he was yeah. sitting there you couldn't and, have shot him <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, it seems like if you can shoot me in my backyard for an iPhone, you can shoot me with an arsenal of weapons in a McDonald's. Well, I, I mean, I don't think that any, I mean, if they can apprehend him with, yeah. without shooting him, like, yeah, yeah. that's what I mean, supposed to do. I'm happy they do their job. He, get, for him. this dude shouldn't get shot in the back. Yeah. For breaking in the car. Like, this is the shit that drives me wild with this argument whenever, like, these shootings happen. And, like, I don't even call it the left or the right or whatever, like, the right and the wrong, mm. <laughs> and the wrong people <laughs> seem to always have this argument that like, no matter how petty the crime, you mm. deserved it. Yeah, and or the, you shouldn't have been doing that, or you were doing right. Then right, it's like, and what gets lost in that argument is like, if you, let's take it at face value, cops are the good guys, right? Mm-hmm. Cool, good guys right. are supposed to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. There is a protocol for police behavior mm-hmm. and how police are supposed to handle certain situations. Yeah. They are given leeway with that protocol, mm-hmm. right, for extreme circumstances. But by and large, good people, good cops, abiding by the protocol. Every one of these situations I look at goes against anything anyone I've ever talked to who's worked in police or any other law enforcement agency mm-hmm. or even military members have told me. Mm-hmm. Like, there is, I, I look at that shooting and like watching the video and it's like, To, not only to think like he had a gun when he didn't and like whatever like we've heard that lie a million times like I'm used to it now mm-hmm. to then lie about it afterwards and then to change the story multiple times like what do we always hear like well they never can get their story straight about like criminals right mm-hmm. like they said he had a gun then they said he had a crowbar then they said they had an unidentifiable object before they noted that he had a phone yeah so like you change the story four times how are we supposed to trust you mm-hmm. right you're acting like a criminal now and like you're hunting people down yeah for what is that like? What what's the max penalty for like breaking and entering if you stole something super valuable out of a car? Like five years, seven years? Yeah, I think max. Yeah, like if that. you had a weapon, maybe twelve. Yeah, you know what I mean. If you were throwing the book at people, tack on you know resisting or whatever other bullshit mm-hmm. they throw you. Let's call it fifteen years. Yeah. Homicide is twenty five, right? Yeah. Homicide like murder one. Yeah. So why are we murdering people? <laughs> like that just don't match up. Like you you can't use that level of force in a situation where like. The cr- the crime that you're c- you know alleging this person to have committed mm-hmm. isn't one that bears violence. Okay, but like it, nobody it, nobody breaks into cars looking to kill people. Yeah, but so it, you can't it, say it, you reasonably fear for your life if you're like a stable person. If we're giving them the benefit of the doubt, it's is is dark. This guy's breaking in the car. They don't know what they're arriving to in the scene. If you believe their story, they see something. Oh shit. One, all it takes is one guy to be like, "That's a gun," and fire. Then it's just a wrap after that. Because once they, once every they hear one guy fire, then the other cops are shooting. And I hear all that. If you're giving and, the benefit and, of the doubt, and that's fair, and that brings me to my second point. Now, I'm, I'm, you know, previously we we're talking overarching like all these different cases. In this case specifically, and in many other cases, mm-hmm. but in this case specifically, the thing that bothers me most, and I guess this is probably applicable to a lot of them, is there's. There's no attempt at de-escalating the situation. There's no attempt at disarming. Mm-hmm. He, 
One cop yells, hey, the other one yells, gun, and then yeah. they open fire. Yeah. It's literally four seconds. Yeah. Like, he comes around the corner of the building, mm-hmm. sees somebody, yells, hey, ducks back around the corner of the building, mm-hmm. another cop shouts, gun, and they all open fire. Yeah. Where in the police protocol is that? Is that? I have no clue. It, it, and it's the I'm sad just, thing. Like, I don't, yeah. I'd, I'd love to have a cop on to explain that to me. Because, yeah. like, there's there's no way you can look at me with a straight face and say, in the dead of night, mm-hmm. you rounded a corner and in under two seconds identified he was holding a gun. Yeah. That is absolutely impossible to do. No human could do that. So, you have, like, the excuse of, like, I feared for my life just seems to give, like, so much leeway to that, you know, the, the term they use all the time, in, you know, legally is discretion, right? Mm-hmm. Is any discretion being shown? And you know what I mean? Like, no one, and so, the, the, not to get too sidetracked here, but one of the, there's another video I saw. I don't know if you saw this. Uh, there's a, like, a pastor down in Georgia. Mm-hmm. It was like one of these strip mall churches, right? Yeah. Uh, and apparently, I've read a couple different articles on it, whatever. I don't know what exactly happened, but by the sound of it, this is kind of like one of those weird religious sect, like, churches, mm-hmm. like, cult kind of churches. Uh, the teenage son of this pastor, like, mm-hmm. got some girl pregnant. They kidnapped the pregnant girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So the cops are here to collect the pregnant girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And, you know, whatever, they got the car door open, they're getting the girl out of the car, and the other cop is outside the car, and he's yelling at them to back up. Mm -hmm. Now, they're not backing up, but there's an obvious language barrier here. Everybody's yelling back, half Mm -hmm. English, half Spanish. And the woman who's filming this is yelling at the son Mm -hmm. and the dad, translating for Mm -hmm. them, like, you need to move back, you need to move back. Mm -hmm. Within saying back up twice, Mm -hmm. she pans the camera. Mm -hmm. The other cop is, like, tossing around this old lady. Mm -hmm. Not all, you know, 50s. You know, mother. You know what I mean? Like, Grabbing her, like throwing her around, mm-hmm. pans back. The cop has his billy club to the kid's throat, mm-hmm. then takes the billy club back to start going at his knees. Uh-huh. This was on Worldstar, right? Yeah, this was yeah, on yeah, yeah. I, 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 right. saw, I saw this. And people's reactions to this were, well, they, they shouldn't have attacked the cop. They were like, the cop had a reason to fear for his life. The mm-hmm. cop showed great restraint not shooting anybody. Mm-hmm. In what world is that great restraint? If you start beating me with a club, mm-hmm. I'm going to grab your arm to stop you from beating me with a fucking club. Yeah. Like, like are you, and, and this gets back to the same argument of like, if I'm the regular person and you're the trained certified good guy, mm-hmm. right? Why are you instigating violence? Yeah. And when, when you instigate violence, why are you not prepared for the reaction to violence that would be like most likely, aka defense? Yeah, in that we're not talking about them swinging back. I'm talking about me grabbing your arm to prevent you from hitting me. In that, in that case, I think, and I've I, I watched and, the video and once. L- let me just get this out because this is the other thing that bugs me. Because like every argument that'll be made to that is they're deserving of that treatment because of the you know they're mm-hmm. kidnappers, they're criminals, they're fucked up people. Mm-hmm. Presuming all of that to be true and presuming the mm-hmm. cops to be the good guys, mm-hmm. assuming they are a thousand percent guilty. Mm-hmm. It's still wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, people, regardless of their guilt, have right to due process. Yeah. They have right to be treated fairly by police mm-hmm. until they've, pro- like, gone through the, you know, the criminal justice system. Yeah. Not that that's a particularly fair system. Mm-hmm. So, if we can't even get to that point now, mm-hmm. like, we're all just championing, like, again, great restraint in not shooting people. Mm-hmm. We're saying, in most cases... The go-to should just be like, fuck it, he's a criminal. Yeah, Kill him. Exactly. And, and that's especially, insane. Especially, it's like great restraint. They're like, in that case, in both of these cases, but especially in that case, they knew these people weren't armed. 
Right. And now, not you're in a church. There were there, five people. And, and two of them are teenagers, two of them are old people. And in their defense, there were in the cops' defense, they were not like and maybe a, a language barrier, but they weren't following the cops' instructions. So as you know, if the cops want to get leeway in any court, as you know, if they're if they were like, oh, dude, get down on the ground, they're coming with me, and they're like, you know. No. No. Or... So here's the question I pose to people, right? Mm-hmm. If a cop tells you to back up and you don't back up but you don't move forward, mm-hmm. do you deserve to be assaulted? I, I, no, you don't. Right, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there is the, the law isn't I have to comply with every order given to me by a police officer. The law is like, I can't be posing a threat to you. I can't be aggressing towards mm-hmm. you. I can't be escalating the situation, but I'm not under arrest here. Exactly. I can stand here on my own property in my own family's parking lot outside of my own family's car as a teenage kid as I'm watching you manhandle my mother. Yeah, I think it's the the best I can probably manage is to stand still. Yeah. Whether I'm paralyzed by fear or I just want to jump down your fucking throat and kill you, I'm doing neither right now. Yeah. And And you can't act as though I'm aggressive because I'm trying to understand your commands and not moving while I'm trying to parse out what you're telling me. Mm And I, for some reason, I don't want to go into a huge deep because I forget exactly what happened in the video. Uh, I wish we, I mean, we could play the video, but I'm not sure about the legal. Yeah, I don't, we don't want to get taken down. Uh, so I'm glad again. We're definitely yeah, we're posting I, on our Facebook, uh, Twitter. Yeah, I and shit. do think that's that is different than if I remember correctly than this case. Oh, let me just read. We should. This should be like a segment of like. This week's like Facebook battles, <laughs> and then we should just uh, right. So just to get <laughs> if back you to only know. so um my buddy said after he said um after you posted so the sign Clark, yeah, yeah the sign says uh, Stephen Clark was shot twenty times by Sacramento police because his cell phone was mistaken for a gun. Uh, Nicholas Cruz shot thirty three children, killing seventeen in Parkland, Fort Lauderdale, but walked out of the school into. Uh, out of the school in police custody. See the problem? All right, so... My- and, and that's not 100% true, because as we said earlier, he he walked out of the school blending in with the kids and was apprehended later. He didn't wa- he, the, the cops didn't walk him out of the scene. Exactly. The and what my, uh, my buddy, fr- who was pretty right-wing, said, pretty sure Cruz blended in with the kids, escaped down the street, and police later called a meeting at the restaurant. My other buddy said, definitely Left not to... <laughs> The, the uh, that was the righty. The lefty said, uh, definitely not the point. If you read the 20, 20 times shot part, uh, thank you for your participation. <laughs> and then my buddy said, uh, right wing said, shot six times after someone in the neighborhood called the police, multiple vehicle uh, break ins, and being followed by police helicopters watching them jump, jumping fences in different backyards, checking cars with a crowbar. Two different cases, literally nothing in common. So the sign makes no sense. And one of the officers said shot Clark was black. What, I'll let you, you want me to respond? Um, oh, my initial response is, how does crowbar turn into a cell phone, into a gun, into like, I, to your point? Yeah. Um, Story's and, never and been nothing. Shown. Nothing that I, if I was an officer, and, I, and I'm, obviously I have no experience as an officer, so I don't know how they approach the situation, but I'm not approaching the situation like, this is a dangerous man that I need to be killing. 
not not anything of what he just described sounds like some something I need to shoot somebody or even bring a gun yeah. for really. Yeah. Like, bro, like, I used to do B&Es and I've had my house broken into multiple times. I've confronted people doing robberies. I've you know, been around people doing robberies. I, I shouldn't say I've done B&Es. I've been present for. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I've, like, I've definitely been around those people. Like, well, let me read not this. one time was there ever a gun. Let me read this last one, this last rant, and then uh, then I want you to respond. I, do, said, I, I want to respond to the part about him, the officer being okay, black as it, well. Okay, after police reviewed the video, uh, review the three videos, the helicopter shows that at, that after police called because cars had been broken into regularly in this neighborhood, that the particular night Clark had broken in the th- in three and crowbarred his way into a man's house. The helicopter then followed the man as he jumped the fence after the fence. After fence hacking other cars, I don't know what that is, uh, cops arrived, ordered him to stop. He pointed what they thought was a gun at them, and they fired. He was a criminal. He wasn't on, on his phone sipping a Corona, chatting at it in his grandma's backyard. The cops were chasing him with a helicopter, uh, no less after he committed multiple crimes, fled from the police. He was using his grandma's house as a base to break into vehicles, and hiding back there, if some uh, back there, if someone saw him, okay, I don't see why you're defending a criminal. If someone broke into your house while your wife and or child was there alone, I guess we would chalk it up as fine. I, again, not something you would shoot somebody for, in my opinion. Also, I I've yet to see this video of him breaking into houses. I've seen the video of him hopping fences. Okay, but I, 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 again, like yeah. to my to my earlier point. Mm-hmm. Presuming one thousand percent guilt, mm-hmm. you, the action is still not justifiable. Yeah, and it, the whole bit about like ordered to stop and he pointed something at them. Like I, I don't know what video he watched. Like I watched the body cam footage. Mm-hmm. He he never points anything at him. He literally turns around with his hands up, mm-hmm. with a phone in one hand. Mm-hmm. Then the other officer yells gun, mm-hmm. and then he turns to run because he knows he's about to be shot. Yeah. He shot once in the heart. Which, if that's your first shot, is in the left side of the chest. Uh-huh. You're not shooting to wound somebody. You're not shooting to apprehend somebody. I, I think there's there, cops are trained to shoot center mass. So uh, fair, but like I'm, t- looked like a good shot. I'll say that. Yeah. So shot him once in the heart, turned to run. He got hit twice in the side, and the other five were in the back. Mm-hmm. Seems a little overkill. Twenty shots fired total. Yeah, twenty shots for being for a being Yeah. Uh, supposedly multiple beanies and crowbarring his way into somebody's home. I certainly didn't see any of that. Yeah. Uh, just just for shits and giggles, if you crowbar somebody into somebody's home, they called the cops, right? Mm-hmm. When they gave you the description of the guy who just broke into the home, usually if that guy's armed, he probably, I don't know, threatened you with a weapon? Yeah. So in the description, um, the, no weapon is mentioned. Mm-hmm. In the description of all the other crimes committed, no weapon is mentioned. Mm-hmm. You got a helicopter and what... Eight cops up? Yeah. You feel that just seems overkill to me. It, it, you, it does. It does. And I, can't, I you can't you can't argue to me that that's necessary to keep the community safe. It's simply not. And I know that because I know criminals and I have common sense. Yeah. And I just I mean one I just can't justify anyone losing their lives or breaking into That's what I mean. You you can't take somebody's life for what? Like a car stereo, a set of golf clubs, a case of champagne. Yeah. Like and what's that, in what's in your car? At best a watch? 
And now if 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 uh, you know, if Clark is my friend, my brother, my cousin, I'm still thinking, damn man, like don't put yourself in that position. Oh, for all. sure. You know, and that's, and, that, I mean. and that's to the cop. That's you know to the cops' credit because I'm sure this cop didn't want to kill anyone. How do you th- you 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 think that's what? We can't. I don't know how long you want to stay on this because I want to get to the Alton Sterling yeah. video that came out as well. Right. And this is a, a bit of like this is my point. It's hard to tell anymore. I don't it know is. this cop. Did it you is. see the Alton the Alton yeah. Sterling video that came out? Yeah. The cop confronts him, and literally within less than ten seconds, he you know tells him to put his hand up, put his hands on the hood or whatever. He's going over to the car to do that. Grabs him, throws him on the hood, all that you know, par for the fucking course as we know cops, right? Literally less than 10 seconds into this video, mm-hmm. he's got his gun to his head and says, if you fucking move, I will blow your fucking brains out. Move and I will fucking kill you. Yeah. If that's, if that's your, t- like, that's your approach. Mm-hmm. And Alton Sterling's crime was selling bootleg CDs, by yeah. the way. Yeah. Outside of a convenience store. Yeah. If that's the approach for selling bootleg CDs, yeah. you want to kill somebody. Yeah. It, it, I don't know exactly where the line is, uh-huh. but I don't think it's at B and E either. It's definitely a we gotta problem. stop. We gotta stop treating every criminal as a as a as a threat to one's life. Exactly. I said, I said this earlier this week, and I, I'm sorry to cut you off. There's just a lot I want to say on this. I guess mm-hmm. like people keep citing like the dangers of being a police officer, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I say this slightly in jest because I understand you know being a police officer is. A dangerous job in some respects, mm-hmm. but on out on, out of about a million police officers in the line of duty mm-hmm. in America, a hundred just under one hundred and fifty got shot last year, mm-hmm. died last year on the job. Yeah, that's one in seven thousand roughly. Mm-hmm. My math teacher girlfriend can check that for me. Mm-hmm. It's more dangerous to be a professional basketball player. Dude, the G League just died on the court. Yeah. There's less than a thousand professional basketball players in America. Yeah, that's one in a thousand. You can make the argument. This is, it's way more dangerous to be a coal miner. Yeah, way more dangerous to be a, a fucking stunt car driver. There, there's plenty of dangerous professions, is what I'm saying. Uh-huh. At no point in my life have I ever seen anyone on a basketball court go up for a layup, do contest at the rim, mm-hmm. and then he pulled out a Glock and shot him because he was in imminent fear for his life. Here, here's you know what I mean? yeah, here's, here's the thing. <laughs> that shit just don't add up, bro. I, I, yeah, but here's the thing. I think you have to equate the fact that these, these they're dealing with the worst people on a daily basis. And I think that is the problem. That's why they have an issue. That's why these cops are having an issue de-escalating these situations could, that could be resolved by them taking a deep breath, approaching it, you know, not to put themselves in mean, harm's humanely, not to put themselves in harm's way, but to be like, okay, like, let's not go to 10 right away. Let's just see what's going on. Hey, sir, we got a call about this. Are you selling CDs? Right. Like, yes or no? No? All right. Well, regardless, the owner doesn't want you here. Mm-hmm. So, I don't want to see you here. You got to, they said you were selling CDs. They don't, this is private property. You got to go. Yeah. This is it now maybe which isn't hard to do because I know a billion people have had that conversation with a cop in their lives. Exactly. Whether you're a lawyer and as a teenager, you were out too late at pass curtain, whatever the fucking thing was. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Wh- but when you're on the end of this, sh- when you're at the, trying to get a bar underage, all that shit. Yeah, but when you're at the end of the, your shift, you've dealt with you know 
let's say you dealt with domestic abuse, you dealt with a child abuse, you dealt with, you know, a, 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 a drunken bar fight, you, you, you dealt with uh, someone who left the kids in the house. For, now you show up to this and you're like, you're already unfucking 10. Mm-hmm. So you're like, man, I ain't got fucking time for this. I just see the worst people and this guy is now slumped in with the people that he's seen today. That is a problem. And now, if so how we, do we fix that? That is, I mean, there has to be some tools in order. One, it's 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 a fucking. I mean, it's it's a difficult job, and I'm trying to be. It is. As, and I shouldn't downplay it like I have throughout this episode because I just am furious and please. And, and, yeah, and you you stuff. should be. We should be furious with the law of life over things that that they should have legally the right to be arrested and have a trial and have their day in court. They shouldn't be losing their life. It shouldn't be judge and jury out in the street. But there needs to be some tactics to be like, okay, here's how we approach this. And like, you know, I, and I don't know. I don't want to like make a solution when I've not, not, you know, spent one day out there in the field with them. But they need to have like, like uh, who's the one guy from Baltimore? I think his name is uh, Michael Wood Jr. He's a he's a Baltimore. It's like a veteran Baltimore police. Uh, Police officers who's retired, he makes a lot of speeches on how to uh, reshape law enforcement. Mm. You need a guy like this guy to come in and be like, look, this is how we handle it. In Baltimore, he was in Baltimore when Baltimore was the worst. And so you need guys like this to go in there and reframe the system and figure out why, you know, how to de-escalate these situations in order to, you know, deal with these these situations and the and the stresses of police work, so people are in minimum people, the minimum amount of people are losing their lives. Uh, I just want to make sure I got her name right because uh, obviously we are a New England based podcast. Mm-hmm. I should point out to that to the the credit of trying to do something about it. Uh, Ayana, I hope I'm pronouncing her first name right. Presley, uh, she's running for state senate, I believe this uh-huh. year, uh, or rather uh, state rep to replace Michael Capiano. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the the, the planks of her platform that she's running on is a promise to uh, equip every police op- like every like police car I don't know what you call that police set of partners duo uh-huh. what do you call them I don't even know detail I guess like beat the- I guess it's beat right I don't know yeah. whatever like every, every patrol there we patrol go. okay yeah, every patrol uh, with a ride along uh, essentially like social worker like like negotiator almost uh-huh. uh, specifically to de-escalate what should what can be tense situations when they don't need to be. Yeah. Is that a fair way of phrasing that? Yeah. Uh, so essentially they would have like a ride-along console in the car and like they would be the first interacting with them with the backup of cops, mm-hmm. if you will. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, them de-escalating the situation <laughs> and the cops protecting her or <clears throat> him as like the negotiator, if you will. Uh, I love that idea. I already voted for Presley as uh, my like city councilor, uh, you know, living in Boston. Uh, she'll be getting my vote again, but I think a lot of people should check her out if you are in the Boston area. Uh, and, you know, and to your point, we need more of those kind of people doing something about it. Uh, so if you're in Baltimore, go uh, check out Michael Wood. But if you're in Boston, I am Presley. Helps the cause. Uh, I tried to find Michael Wood's Twitter. Maybe this is it. Oh, no, he's on it. Because some, some <laughs> nerdy white kid shows up. Uh, but he might get kicked off of Twitter. Twitter's been fucking weird as yeah, far as Twitter. Just check out Joe Rogan's uh podcast with Michael Wood Jr. and get that'll give you a breakdown of his theories and so forth. Chris Thomas plugging a Joe Rogan podcast. I know. No imagine way. that. Yeah, it's, it's never happened. And he's on uh he's on IG as Michael Wood Jr. at Michael Wood Jr. There you go. 
Awesome. Michael A. Wood Jr. So Michael A. Wood. Alright. Uh do you have anything else you want to touch on on the on the Stephen Clark thing? Oh uh, no. I, I mean I think this is gonna be one of those situations like we saw if you anyone watched Netflix uh uh seven seconds, I think it's a sobering reality of what happens in these situations and that is and I don't wanna give up the ending, but we've seen this movie before. Yeah, and we're probably going to see it again until we do something. I, let me also take this time, because we spent a lot of time on gun control in the past few weeks, mm-hmm. as everyone in the fucking country has. Yeah. Like, let me make it very clear to people, even though I'm advocating for many other quote-unquote common sense-like gun reforms, mm-hmm. one of the things I think is probably most important in changing gun culture, not mm-hmm. just gun legislation, mm-hmm. is demilitarizing the police force, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I get, like, to your point about, you know, the danger of the job and all that, like, you know, the world is more dangerous than ever. You know, criminals will forever be more resourceful and more armed and more dangerous. But, like, if we... There's something to be said for if I have the option available, it's a lot easier to use it. And when we train cops to, you know, ride around with shotguns in the trunk and... Uh, I don't know if you still... I forget what city it was. Just uh, armed police officers with AR-15s mm-hmm. on the back of bicycle cops. Jesus what you need an AR-15 for on a bike route, Exactly. Bro? Like, it, it, you know what I mean? Like, she it just seems like, like the the number one uh, customer of the Department of Defense mm. is U.S. police forces. Yeah. Like, they sell all the military surplus to cops. Mm. So, like, we have cops running around with Humvees. We got cops that have fucking tanks. We got cops. Obviously, you, we have cops with enough shit that we send helicopters for B&Es. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that just seems like it. It's we're living in a in not a police state, a militarized police state, yeah. and that's as close to a war zone as you can get. Yeah. Uh, and there's there's no need for the supposed freest country in the world to live like that. Yeah. Uh, and we need to take a hard sobering look at you know not just all of us and our gun fetishes, but you know who who we call a hero just because they carry around a gun in the street. Yeah, and that that's for the criminals and the good guys. Uh, that's all I got on that. That's, I mean, that's all we can say uh, about that. Uh, quick update on other legal-related f- things, I guess. Uh, we touched on the end of Craigslist Personals uh, yeah. with some fun stories last week. Uh, I do want to say, I've been reading some stuff about the SESTA-FOSTA, and that's a very long acronym. It's two separate bills that are kind of conjoining, but essentially, uh, the idea of the bill, as I read up on it, uh, is to combat places that enable human trafficking. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, obviously, a lot of the... In, the, the issue, like it is with a lot of legislation that's hastily written uh, and swayed by lobbyists, mm-hmm. is like it seeks to attack one thing and uh, you know attacks a lot of others that are tangential. Mm-hmm. And so if you know a lot of things can be seen as enabling sex trafficking and most of the or human trafficking rather, but mm-hmm. most most commonly as we think about it in our heads and as pra- like practice in real life, people are humanly trafficked for sex work. Mm-hmm. And so most places that are going to be affected are going to be places that promote active sex work. And that whether that's Craigslist, whether that's Backpage, whether that's whatever sites. Mm-hmm. The unseen ramification of this, I think, for a lot of people is the dating app world. Mm-hmm. Where like we all, you know, occasionally probably get our bots for like a, a chat site or something like that in our Tinder. Mm-hmm. I get them all the time on Grinder, you know, plenty of fish, okay keep it wherever you're at. Mm-hmm. And like as these other places on the internet shut down, we talked earlier. It's like, what happened? Like, where, where do the hoes go? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah. And it's like, well, the house is gonna go on a Tinder, bro. You know, and you go swipe right, and she's gonna send you a DM that says 150. Dude, I, <laughs> dude, I just, and like, ten, I, I guess I'm saying that to say, like, 
don't be surprised if like this act becomes the death of some of your favorite dating platforms. Yeah, there's just some be swamp dude. Dude, one time this and girl, you're getting background checked for him. One time I was on the app uh, and this and this girl was like, I matched with this girl, beautiful girl, cute girl, and then she was like, hey, like chatted for a little bit, and she was like, hey, well, you know, something, something, something. I'm out here uh, trying to get money, so like. I'm sending my pictures five dollars for a certain amount of clothing. <laughs> that, $20. So that's like a real thing. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people do that now. Yeah, but I was like, well, you know me. I was like, I was like, no, nah, you ain't got go. I was just like, no, you gotta get a real job. <laughs> so <laughs> the nigga spent a thousand dollars at the strip club. <laughs> <laughs> Different, like, Different. <laughs> and then like she started getting offensive. She started getting offensive. Um, she and she was like something something. She's like insulting me and shit like that, which is like we we gotta have a girl on who like does this sort of shit because that'll never understand. Why are you offended that I don't want to give you money to see you naked? Exactly, uh, and then uh, maybe because I said no, you gotta get a real job. Because I was like, I was like, dude, I'm not. Sex work is real work. She, I'm not sending you no money to take no goddamn pictures. Like, what well, doesn't make any sense? And then and then she was like something. She was like, I I, I'm she not paying bragging, for photos. Bro. Yeah, she started bragging about like how much money she makes and how much. Uh, and like she was like, well, you so, calling me dumb for like working a real job and like and going to cool. She was like digging into me, and then, but like me, like I don't have like a conscience. Or I don't like have normal feelings. I'm like yeah. I'm a comic. <laughs> like like you can't insult me. I I don't get insulted really. So I was just like, all right, well, like let me send you over this EBT card. See how much that, that what would that give me? Oh. <laughs> and then, and then, uh, then she got she got really mad. She was like like. Uh, and then she was, over here for real. I know, and I don't even know why I was wasting oh, my time. I, I, I was just bored. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> Once you're in it, you're in it, dog. Exactly. So I said, um, she said something else like, uh, uh, oh, something like she, she was like trying to like, oh, you you're stupid, or something like that. You probably got a bunch of student loan and blah blah blah. I was like, oh, I was like, all right, cool. And she was like, I was like, oh, please, since you know so much, bestow your wisdom upon me. And then like uh, how did, I forget how it ended. Oh, and she was like trying to. She was an idiot. She was like, yeah, uh, I'm 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 invested in like thirty companies. I have so many different income streams. I was like, well, it seems like a, a poor investment of your time and energy to be selling your news for five to twenty bucks. So I was like, well, what do I know? I'm just a stupid college boy. <laughs> I think that right, and yeah. I I agree with you. Yeah. Uh, and on it, I don't think many are this savvy. But then I think about it sometimes, and it's like, so I have friends who are, you know, like, I have a couple of friends who are, like, cosplayers, right? Yeah. And it's like, are you you in the anime type of shit or not? Not really. In the what? Like, anime and that kind of shit? No. Yeah, neither am I, really. But, yeah. like, I uh, I worked for a company a while ago. We had to do, like, a project, or I ended up at Anime Boston, so I met a bunch of people and, like, learned a lot more about, their, oh, like, the world, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh and side note, just most a lot of cosplayers just really fucking hot. Yeah, you know what I yeah. mean, like not the I men and women. Like, yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Like they're just they're like professional models, except that like they need like their appearances, their looks as a model mm. is supposed to be like animated level perfect. Mm. So like the effort to achieve that in real life is yeah. insane. Yeah, you know what I mean. And like it looks pretty good on most people. Yeah, I I, I, look, I mean I've seen I follow a couple of right. girls and so, they're. they're, they're Amazing. I say this to say, it's like having talked to a bunch of them. Like this is what they love to do anyway. It's mm-hmm. just like model, whatever. And it's like you have all these fucking nerdy geek dudes who like couldn't approach a hot girl in real life if they wanted to, mm-hmm. fucking jerking off the hentai all the time. Mm-hmm. 
It's like you take like one set of photos from like a modeling gig as a cosplayer. Mm-hmm. You're selling those at 10, 15, 20 bucks a photo, a photo set or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you just got like, you, you know, a massive following on social media and all that. All of a sudden you got like a thousand dudes in your inbox and you're sending them all the same photos. Yeah. At 30 bucks a whack. Yeah. Thousand dudes, that's 30 racks, yeah, bro. Yeah. Like, I don't think if you're on Tinder trying to get them yeah. off, you're clearly not on that level. Exactly. But I do exactly. think there's a you business no Patreon page. That's what I mean. You ain't got a Patreon. <laughs> you ain't got you like, a Patreon page. You, you better at least be hitting me with like an IG link with a preview shot. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I know you ain't out here bullshit. shit. Like, you gonna send me some shit off an iPhone and I ain't with that much. Yeah, exactly. Nah, you, know. you trying to get that high res, that 4K? I might slide you a 10. I'm not. I'm, <laughs> I'm still joking. Not. No, I'm, I'm not. Still not. I'm, I'm not paying for that. photos, period. Exactly. I really like, I'm not here to shame anybody. We're a sex positive podcast. We say that all the time. I'm you would suck if you pay for photos, dog. I'm not paying for anything. That's that's my, like, unless I'm in, in a strip club and it's the atmosphere thing, then I respect those girls. I respect this, the atmosphere and that we're in there. We're going to be doing our thing. I'm not just taking okay, no space. Okay, let, let, me, let me ask you a question then. Because yeah. I've heard this like often from, specifically male like straight male friends of mine mm. it's different like I would never pay for sex but the strip club like I respect the environment it's what you do while you're there mm. then why like why are you there if, if, if you supposedly wouldn't pay for things like photos right mm-hmm. why are you going to an establishment knowing that like part of the establishment is you paying to see half to fully nude women well here's the thing this is the way I look at it uh, I go there because it's like if, if I'm with my friends and it's just like a guy's thing it's like going to a sports bar besides there's titties there right but here's the thing I can go to a sports bar and spend 30 to 50 dollars on beers and wings and like catch the game with my buddies mm. But, but a, instead, you go to a place to pay women to get naked. Yeah, but here's the thing. But you say you wouldn't pay women to get naked in other scenarios. Yeah, well, here's the... I mean, the way I look at it is, like, I'm, I'm going there because my boys want to go there. And it's a... I'm, I'm part of the, the crew. And when I'm there, I look at it as, like, any any retail store. Like, space is money. So, I'm in their domain. <laughs> they're earning. Like, I, I, I'm... I'm no, that's it. fair. You I know, respect let that. Let me take care of them. You know, so, let have, me, you've let never, me you've never brought the idea about for, to go to a strip club? Has that been your idea? You've never been like, yo, let's go to a strip club tonight? Uh, probably. If, like, it was at the end of the night or something like that, and, and, and we... So, how can you club. say you've never paid for it, then? You're paying for it. Not, I mean, I'm not just paying for like. What do you mean? I'm not paying for like for pictures or for like some chick to go down on me or anything like that. I'm just it's not it's not, it's not going down. I guess like what, but like philosophically, what's the difference between like I'm paying for you to rub your titties in my face and I'm paying for you to like jerk my dick? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's just it's a line that you know I, we all got lines and why we have those. You lines. know that's that's what and we get know, into on this podcast. Exactly. Why do we have these lines? I'm curious I, why you have this I, line. I, I, I don't. Curious. It's just it's just it's just my line. It's just like yo, like I'm would you get a happy ending like at a massage bar? Probably. I, I mean, I wouldn't go to. I've never even like went and got a massage parlor thing. So, uh, like I a know. massage? No, I've never even got a massage. Really? Yeah. Oh, I get massages all the time. Guys. I've, well, I've been thinking about like doing it because like my fucking just sore, you know, lifting and shit. Mm. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. 
It was uh, I used to get a lot of massages back like before I started going to the gym and shit actually. Mm. Uh, and I realized how much it was helping because my body was so sedentary. Mm. It was like nice to like m- like m- massage the muscles and get them moving, get the blood flowing and all that. So I used to get get massages like probably twice a month. I think okay, so what I think there is a um, there is a the level like the strip club we the level when it goes to that level of intimacy. I don't like the feeling of like it's part of it is that. She wants to be here, and that because there's a connection. And now, if I'm paying for it, that wait, wait, is, you think that when you're in the strip club? No, 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 oh, not okay. in the strip club. I mean, the strip club is just like I'm occupying space. Right, cool, cool. These girls are working. Yeah, yeah. I'm so in you're saying space, like, so if, like if you want to be with somebody in that way, you want that? Yeah, yeah that, that for me, and you know, part of it's probably like my uh, ego and my you know low self esteem. But like, I want to be. You know, I part of like being with someone is the f- that fact that they wanted to do this. I don't even like, like I like women who are like a, a kind of aggressive. Like I n- kind of need that feeling of like they want to be here, and and maybe that's because like, you know, self esteem issues. Mm. Like I, I, that's part of it. That's a huge part of it for me. Is that like I need to feel like the woman wants to be here. Now I have after at the end of that, I have to like give you like fifty bucks. A hundred bucks, two hundred bucks. Like, like, I'm. You don't want to do that's why it's work because you don't want to do this. And it's like it doesn't feel. Yeah, 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 or beforehand, you know. Yeah, obviously it would probably be beforehand. But like, I don't, I don't like that. I don't like the feeling. Like, part of it being intimate is the fact that like you want to be here, you want to do this, and this is what this is cool. No, I mean, I, I, I agree with all that. I just like. I get like we've talked about this before. Like, I, I hardly view all sexual acts as intimate. Yeah. If that were the case, I wouldn't be in an open relationship. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, like. But still, there. Okay, so, like, you're in an open relationship. So, um. I'm not hiring hookers. For, <laughs> let, me, let me put that on the record. I'm not, I'm not paying to cheat on my girlfriend. FYI, speaking <laughs> of open relationship, uh, Aubrey Marcus, he does a podcast with Ari, um. Shafir? Ari Shafir, mm-hmm. just about his open relationship. It was, huh. it was a. Dude, it was amazing. Yeah, a great, a great podcast. Um. And he does, uh, he does Tim Ferriss' podcast, too. He t- kind of touches on it, but he goes really, like, <laughs> Ari Shafir is all about it. And, like, but, um, good. Ari Shafir is a great guy to just get weird with. You know? Yeah. Like, so, like, like, listen cool to that and, like, update me. Like, let's have a discussion about the next yeah, podcast. that's a good call. But even, so, you're in an open relationship. It's, like, you're still, like, who, like, if you meet someone, like, there's still that connection. Now, maybe yeah. it's not emotional or, like, or deeply a long term intimate, yeah. but like she's there's still an attraction. There's that moment, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I it's funny actually. I, I talked to my girlfriend about this this weekend, and it's like the uh, we re rewatch or I rewatch. I introduced her to Hassan Madanja's uh, special Homecoming King or whatever it was I mentioned to you a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things he says in it, uh, he's talking about like the first time he fell in love or whatever, uh, and like I won't give away his whole jokes or whatever, mm-hmm. but essentially like when he gets heartbroken. Uh, he makes a, a statement to the crowd talking about how like not no love is like that first love like a lot he goes a lot of you may be here without somebody tonight and you turn to them you're like no 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 it's a, it's even better it's, you're lying yeah. the first time you fall in love is just different you mm-hmm. know what I mean and the second time is different and the third time but like one of the things I recall about all those times falling in love the first few times I did and especially when I was younger right mm-hmm. is like I fell in love with these moments in time mm-hmm. I fell in love with these experiences that mm-hmm. I had with these people mm-hmm. and they were meant to be temporary. You know what I mean? Mm. I had awesome experience. I fell head over heels in love 
plenty of times in my life with plenty of excellent people, and those are great memories mm-hmm. I have. And I think the love you start searching for when you're older is about somebody that, like, I don't want to just have a moment. I want to have mm-hmm. a for Like, I want this... To, I want. I don't need this feeling that's so overwhelming mm-hmm. that like it will fizzle out in a moment. Mm-hmm. I need something that's maybe a little less like severe than that all the time. A little less like uh, explosive. Mm-hmm. A little less fireworky. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like a lot more. Just like I want this forever. Like I want to wake up every day and like this. This makes me feel good. This makes me feel whole. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think the types of like feelings I used to get when I was younger, mm-hmm. I still have those and I'll meet new people and I'm like, I'm, I'll have these nights out or I'll have these, you know, month long communications with somebody and it's like, oh my God, I'm infatuated with this person. They're mm-hmm. so cool. They're so interesting. They're so hot. They're so, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we can have that, but mm-hmm. like, I don't, I don't view that the same like intimate way, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like at the end of the day, like anything we're going to do like physically, mm-hmm. like I guess I, I remove a certain amount of intimacy from yeah. like, yeah, like, it, it can be intimate. It just has to be, like, very much acknowledged and clear that this is a momentary intimate. Mm-hmm. Like, this this is not a long-term, long-term. intimacy. Yeah, it's not uh, anything that's going to be built upon. Yeah, like, yeah. like this was cool, and, like, I'm glad we both enjoyed this, and this was fun, mm-hmm. and we can be friends and, like, still hang out, and, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, this didn't, like, this is not a sign of something bigger and deeper that we need to explore. Yeah. I'm yeah. good. Yeah, <laughs> and, and and I and I I completely I can feel that and I can relate to that more than I can relate to like you know the transactional relationship with a sex worker. I would be let's say like I don't know how much like a sex worker would cost. Let's say like three hundred dollars or something like yeah, that. That's a, that's a nice sex worker. <laughs> okay, I would feel more comfortable like having a friend like that's you know kicks it. You know maybe we hooked up once. And then, like, maybe she's like, hey, I need to borrow, like, $300. And I'm like, all right, we'll just have it. Take it, you know. And, and and then, like, then we're, like, friends. And then, like, I don't – I'd much rather do it like that, that there's a, there's a relationship, there's an investment into it. And she's like, yeah, I can't pay you back. I'd much – I mean, like – See, like, I, I hear where you're coming from on that, but, I got, like, I view those differently. Like, I I would never have, a, like, somebody I, like, hung out with and kicked it with come to me and be like, yeah, I'm going to fuck you for $300. You know what well, I mean? Yeah, I mean, no, like, no, I'm not saying that, that yeah. I'm, not, I'm not even no, saying no, no, that no, sex but, is included. The, but, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, if somebody, like, I'm cool and they, like, ask me to borrow money, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, if, like, my fucking favorite porn star was hanging out at the same bar as me. I was like, yo, that's, you know, I, don't, I have a favorite porn star because I watch all amateur porn because, <laughs> you know, fucking, I'm in the weird part of the internet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I don't know, like, let's, let's, you know, rewind 15 years. And, you know, I'm, you know, if I'm 22 and I'm at the bar and, you know, fucking Jenna Jameson or Tila Tequila or mm-hmm. some shit yeah. that I'm like waking into in those days. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, they're like, cool. Like, we have a couple drinks or whatever. She's like, hey, like, you want to come back to my hotel? And I'm like, fuck it. And she's like, it's going to be, you know, 500 for the night or whatever mm-hmm. like I'm still probably not pulling the trigger because that's not my move yeah. but like I don't think like that's not wild to yeah, me yeah I wouldn't yeah I wouldn't like be like oh well you shouldn't have done it yeah, that's you a know poor I mean? investment but, yeah, you know what I mean but like yeah. that, but that's my point it's like it all depends like how much is it worth to you? I guess is always the question, yeah. right? And so to your point, like if it's your favorite porn star ever, is it the hottest model you ever seen? Is it a sw- you know, yeah. SI swimsuit cover girl? That's, that's different. Is it the hottest chick you went to high school with? Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it like everybody has a different act like itch they're trying to scratch, yeah. and that's yeah. what makes prostitution viable, right? Yeah. It's like 
everybody has somebody that they're like looking to recreate or a memory mm-hmm. or a fantasy mm-hmm. or whatever they're trying mm-hmm. to tap into. Yeah. So, so long as like somebody out there is willing to do that for you, you'll pay that price. Yeah. And that's why girls will sell you pictures and you know, your favorite costumes. That's mm-hmm. why, you know, people fucking sell used panties on the internet. Like yeah. all this weird shit, you know, people yeah. pay people to come walk on their back. Yeah. Like, all, like everybody's got like a thing they're trying to get. Yeah. And so with that being We're said, just lucky that ours don't usually require me to pay anyone for yeah, it. Yeah. I, and I, that's <laughs> I can usually mean. convince people to do what I want to do without cash. Well, and, and that and that's that's what I'm saying. Like I don't judge I don't judge anyone for like, you know, whatever actions they do as far as sex work, whoever. But my thing is like the conversation and the relationship and yeah. the intimacy and like letting it evolve to something else and then if, if sex happens then it's like it's almost cooler then no I, you know? it's and always like, cooler yeah though. yeah exactly uh, and so I, I guess that's my thing it's like I, I agree with that I also like I can see the value in transactional sex work. yeah yeah I especially, mean I, I, especially for you know some people who don't like they don't enjoy they just want the you know the intimacy and they don't know how maybe they don't have the skills of like or the or the flip side like a lot of people, like, there are things they want to do sexually that they don't want to do in an intimate setting. Mm-hmm. Like, there are plenty of things I've done sexually throughout my years that were dope that mm-hmm. I don't really want to do with my girlfriend. Yeah, exactly. like, I'm not trying to fist my girlfriend. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. do I like no fisting people? Back. It's dope. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, by all means, give it a shot if you've got somebody in your life like willing to do that. But I know a lot of people don't. Yeah. But I know there's definitely people on the internet you could probably pay to do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Luckily, I didn't have to have that problem. I had people <laughs> in my life who were like, yeah, I want to do this. And it was a great experience. But, yeah. like, I don't I don't necessarily think... You, you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't think that's available to everybody. Yeah, <laughs> You know exactly. what I mean? Like, and has any girl ever pitched you that? Yeah. I mean, oh, I, wasn't, okay, I, was, I, wasn't, I wasn't on board You with wasn't that. with it? I wasn't with that. Yeah, y'all, I'm just too big, dog. <laughs> I, I, I got big hands, dog. I'm not trying <laughs> What do I want to do after I got these that, little, man. I got little hands, man. I fit right in. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was a wild tangent on a whole bunch of shit. Uh, but TLDR, uh, don't pay for photos. If you're gonna pay for it, go get at least like a real live sex worker. I think paying for photos is suck of shit. Yeah, I'm not paying. I'm not nah. paying your photos. Uh, or apparently in Chris's eyes, at least go get the 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 Instagram boomerang, the three the three minute video, yeah, and throw, sure. <laughs> throw a couple of ones I'll at throw it. Throw a little bit at your Patreon. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> throw a little bit at the Patreon. We'll throw a little bit at your uh, your amateur night on Tuesdays. Uh, I guess transitioning off of sex work and sexual shit in general. You said you had a upset in the Adam Twenty Two shit. Yeah, man. Okay, this is kind of a weird transition because like right after we did that podcast. Um, I he dropped us like hour long, over hour long interview with uh, DJ Academics where he addressed all the accusations. And so like I got a few on things, academic shit or on his shit on academic shit. Mm-hmm. And he wanted it that way because he knew academics would go hard, ask him all the questions yeah. and shit. And Which yo, like shout out to DJ Academics. Like I, I kind of clowned him when I first came across him. I think he's got like, kind of corny, but like I think honestly it's just because he kind of like one of the new style niggas. Yeah, like. He he takes people to like he yeah, yeah, he does his job. He does his job. So uh, with that being said, um, he answered. Uh, so I was like, when it when it ended, I was like, yo, he addressed all the issues. One, he was like, I did meet this girl when she was sixteen, but I didn't I didn't have any sexual relationship with her. I mean, we met on like some uh, forum, some online forum. Mm-hmm. We talked. I didn't know how old she was when she told me how old she was. I stopped talking to her immediately. Our, we did reconnect later, three years later when she was 19, and that's when we had sex. 
that's when all the everything emails that I put out there was communicated. Did some the emails back that up? Yeah, apparently so. Apparently okay, cool. so. And he was That was my whole question. Yeah, and so uh and then like he just aired out a bunch of shit. Like he just literally laid it out, like all the shit he's done. Like he's like, Yeah, this one time I did grab this girl and it was aggressive, but someone broke it up. Um, like like and it was fucked up, but like this was like, you know, ten years ago and I'm friends with this girl to this day and we're cool. And like he was just like airing anything that like someone could say. He's like, Yeah, I made some comments joking about underage girls before, but it was like it was when things like you could joke about stuff and people knew you were joking, like I would never and like, that, it feels like a it, it I truly believe that this is gonna be a problem, like in the next like five or six years as this generation gets a little older. Yeah. It's like it sounds like a weak excuse, like mm-hmm. oh, it's a different time than whatever. I hate, I hate when older people say that shit mm-hmm. to me. But yeah. like, if you look back on like internet humor, especially oh, in like yeah. two thousand like two to like two thousand ten, yeah. two thousand eleven, that's a different fucking era. Yeah, man. it is. Like, it is. you can get away with everything. Like remember. y'all think like y'all have like savage memes and shit. Like, like yeah, bro, no, find out who we, people were. You that's what like, I mean. <laughs> like this shit was completely anonymous. Niggas would make you kill yourself on a forum on dial-up internet. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. I just get roasted in yeah. chat rooms. Yeah, it was bad, and it was for like no reason. People were just going at right. you. And then like later on, like, like the is anyone up and like revenge porn day. Like the internet yeah, was a savage. fucking. It's the wild west. Yeah. Okay, so I feel like I'm gonna probably have to drop an Adam Twenty Two style video one day. Dude, here's the thing. Like, so today, so I was like, yeah, man, like I, res- I respect that, and I think he's like cleared it up, and like, and he was like, yeah. So if he's like, I don't think do anything more will come from this, but because like pretty much, you know, I've given all the evidence, mm-hmm. and the police, I mean. It, did she press charges and shit? What's the deal? No, no. So okay, so this just charged. came out. Yeah, exactly. So she's probably going to cooperate that, that, you know, they hooked up when she was 19 and all that. I, I don't know. I don't know I if she will. Yeah, I'm saying, yeah. like, it, there's nothing to suggest, like, she feels, like, victimized by this. I like, think so. She's I not think that's this why was, like, she was, I think that's, I think she started it, and that's why. Oh, really? And that, and she started it because, and what he was saying, there was, he posted some things about her relationship after they had it online, mm-hmm. and he, she thought that. This was her way to get like oh, back in. Yeah. Uh, gotcha. But today, like I just saw that like two girls came out anonymously saying that he just legit raped them and they met on forum. Oh, yeah, so I don't know. I'm sure he's gonna. Uh, and that's what's out. tricky about the get out in front of it thing yeah. is when you say I've done this and this got like a blurred line and yeah. this person stopped me and that was fucked up. I, I'll always commend that. Not yeah. as like a PR move, as somebody with a with a fair amount of bad decisions in my mm-hmm. past that like you have to acknowledge and own up to and like live with. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's like, so if you come out and you say that, but then it leaves the door open for anyone. You know they'd be like, oh, he, he didn't do that. Or worse yet, if you really have some shit in your like closet, you yeah. got skeletons, yeah. and you try this get out in front of this shit and like miss a couple, yeah. whether, you know, intentionally or not. Yeah. Like that shit is going to look horrible, bro. Yeah, exactly. Like that's not that's exactly. not good for you. Yeah. And here's the thing. I I'm the the anonymous thing is a little bit. That always they, seems yeah, sketchy. It's like, dude, like you gotta stand up. You're gonna destroy someone, like stand up in front of it, you know. And I, yeah. and, and and granted, like And that's a hard I'm, thing to do though. That's the thing. Like, thing like, it's hard to say like Yo, you it's your responsibility to stand up and you know, identify yourself against this like famous figure and accuse them of raping you. Yeah. Like that's a lot to ask. 
That is, but if it, if it, if it's true and it happened and like it it, it takes because now Here, it's like here's my thing: if you're gonna come forward anonymously, you gotta come forward with like significant so proof. Yeah, exactly. You know, what I mean, if yeah. it's if it's just your story now that's uncooperated, it it, like it like you should put your name to that. Exactly. But if you're coming out and like like yo like here's a video, here's text message, here, you know, like evidence, mm-hmm. then it's like. I, I respect staying anonymous naked. Like, you yeah. submitted, like, the story yeah. from your point of view. Like, uh-huh. you have every right to stay out of that. Yeah. But you can't just come out here, like, throwing shit willy-nilly and, like, not bringing no evidence. I That's know. fucked up. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll, we'll keep it posted on what goes on with this. Um, you know, if he if he's innocent, man, then I, I wish him the best. Hopefully, he can get through this. If he's not, and you know, then, you know, I hopefully, you know... He gets whoever is you know coming to him, and uh, hopefully the you know the victims are okay. But I, I I'm I'm little little like I, I'm a, always a little bit weird when like someone's about to get a, a massive deal, and this is when everyone pops up. It's like what's he about to get signed to? Uh, he just signed a deal with I want to say uh, Atlantic or someone one of the uh, music. Yeah, podcast is signing like man record label. I know. Yeah, yeah we gotta get out here, bro. Exactly. But uh, yeah, so I'm always, I'm always a little sketchy there. So I'm gonna, you know, and he, yeah, I don't, I don't think he's a scumbag. Like I think he's a, a little bit of a scumbag. I, I think as, he's as exactly as, who he claims to be. As he's much like as we early are two thousands like internet. Scumbag. As much as we are a scumbag, I think that's much he is a scumbag. That know? that being said, he like he reminds me of that category of dudes, kind of like a. All like the the scene kid punk rock kids mm-hmm. of, of those two thousand era, and we were all like, "Oh, they seem like a little douchey, but not that bad." And you yeah. hear all these stories coming out about these dudes like raping girls at shows and underage fans. They took back to the green room and got hammered and like all sorts of fucked up shit. So like, could be another one of those. I have no idea. I yeah. hope not because yeah. I, I fuck with Adam Twenty Two, and uh, yeah, hopefully, I, I guess we'll see. Uh, speaking of people I fuck with in <laughs> violent and fucked up circumstances. Fabulous is my dog, bro. Yeah, man. I've been this fucking with Fabulous for a long time. I was Harlem shaking the youngin. I was you can't denying everything. I was, uh, you know, fucking the the six panel hats. Yeah, I would. I've been on my Fabulous shit for a long time. Yeah, this I, is this is tough, man. So Street Dreams Part Two, the mixtape is still heavy in my rotation. So if you guys didn't get the word, uh, Fabulous was. Last week, Fabulous got uh, accused, I think arrested, um, for allegedly uh, attacking his baby mama and his girlfriend. I don't even think they're married, but they live together. Apparently, he punched her several times. Allegedly, allegedly, like she lost a few teeth. I don't know if that is true, but a video surface of the Emily B, I think is her, yeah. is her name. Uh, Emily B's father she showed up, confronted, uh, confronted uh, Fabulous. Her father, her her father and Fabulous were getting into it pretty aggressively. He was threatening him. <laughs> Emily, Emily was there. He kind of threatened her to the like. Oh, yeah, it was it was wild, man. It's like a side of Fabulous that we haven't seen before. Yeah, like and, let me, is let there me... a worse time for Fabulous to do this? Like, oh he, no, he oh worse no. Time? That like just any time to beat up your girlfriend, but allegedly. But if regardless of whatever happened, because we weren't there, so we we're in like the court. And, and the video doesn't show. That's not us yeah. being like biased. Like I saw something. I'm like dodging. Like yeah. the video starts with like. <laughs> 
judging from the reactions on all sides, something yeah. probably happened. But it I don't looked, know what happened. Does so I'm not say it does not look good for Fabulous. Let me be the first to say this. As a longtime Fabulous fan, mm-hmm. did anyone think Fabulous, like, did anyone think he could even fight, let alone was like this violent, like, no, maniac? That's like, what, dude, that's what I'm saying. He had he's a, a pretty boy nigga. Dude, like, he, he was definitely like slinging some shit, but I feel like he was like a clean dude. Yeah, I mean, he's pretty much had a flawless, like, 20 year career of oh, yeah. mo- most controversy. There was that one time he got shot. But besides that, like... Which, well, like, for that ever was kind of poor for the course. Exactly. As fucked up as that is to say. Yeah, but, like, all, and this and this is a time where you you, you, you fall off. Yeah, it, so. Also, I gotta say, I, I, I think I mentioned it uh, when we talked about style icons on this show. Like, <laughs> Fab is a style icon. Like, style, like, Fabulous is the only dude of his age who can really dress like young cats. And he's been, like, doing that yeah. pretty much since he hit 30. Yeah. Like, he was the only 30-year-old who could dress like he's 20. He's the only 35-year-old who could dress like he's 25. He's the only 40-year-old who could dress like he's still 25. Yeah. Nothing looks wilder than a 40-year-old man dressed like a 25-year-old yeah. yelling at his baby moms in the street, <laughs> threatening her father. Yeah. This shit is wild, my nigga. It is. It's, it's, it's sad. I will yeah. say, though, in not, I shouldn't say in his defense, but, like, nothing he said makes me feel like any, like, it looks bad. I don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the headlines are reading, like, fabulous, wilds out, goes ham. But he said, if you ever come around me again, get the fuck away from me. Mm-hmm. Those are things we all say in any confrontation. Yeah. If a nigga's trying to be like, you you wild pussy, you a coward, I'm going to fuck you up. My immediate reaction is, while my bodyguard is holding me back, yeah. like, or my friends who are way tougher than me, <laughs> nigga, I'm going to see you. If I ever see you again, nigga, get the fuck away from me. You know what I mean? Like yeah. That's just like common like fight banter. Yeah. I think people are probably blowing the commentary a little out of board. The part where it does get wild is when she says something and he turns like, I can't even hear what he screams. says to her, but it's immediate, like, you know, you can tell, like, bitch, get back here. And she, like, shrieks. Yeah, like, she, like, some was, shit yeah. obviously happened That's, that, not long ago. That was, a, that was, that a, was scary. That was the point that I was like, ooh, that looks like. That looks bad. Like, yeah, there was some PTSD yeah. from, like, earlier events, it felt like. Or, I, I don't know if it was earlier, but earlier that day. Yeah. <laughs> that, but that, that's I think that, I, yeah, I don't, I don't, it's, I don't know. This one's a tough one. There's still a lot. I mean, they're going to dissect their, his whole relationship and what really happened. They're going to find out what happened. And uh, especially if she is on the... If her and her father are going to, you know, make sure that Fabulous gets convicted on this. Uh, yeah, they're in trouble. Yeah, I mean, it definitely sounds like they're... That's the plan. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it doesn't and, sound like... Put it this way. This, this, I'm going to read you his lawyer's complete statement. Yeah. <clears throat> This is only an argument. There certainly is no crime being committed. If what you see in the video were a crime, we'd have to build more jails. And that's it. If your lawyer's only got two sentences... Yeah. Lawyers lawyers do one of two things in all situations. Mm -hmm. Anyone who's ever been to court knows this. Mm -hmm. They either tell you to shut up and say as little as possible, or they talk too goddamn much. Yeah. If he's talking too goddamn much, you're in a good position. Mm -hmm. If he's telling you to shut up, you're in a bad position. Yeah. If he's issuing two lines of a statement... You're in a bad position, dog. Yeah. It's never good. Yeah. Never so, good. I mean, he's definitely... Different. Maybe it's different when you're famous, but my, my experience. I, think, I just think that, like, even if he is, even he gets off on this legally, uh, the, in this time, in this age, I mean, career-wise, I can't see any redemption. Uh, 
I'd like to think that to be true. I'm not 100 percent sure of that. If he gets if he gets off weekly, I think it's very, I think it'd be very tough still. I think it'll it'll have a lot to do with how he gets off legally and what the relationship with her and and or her family is afterwards. Yeah, like not, not not I'm I'm not trying to bring out the past or talk mm-hmm. ill of one of my, my favorite people in media, but like Joe Budden's very successful right now. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's true. <laughs> you know but his happened before this, like... Era. Yeah, this yeah. era, you know. And you know, he, he confronted... And it will be how... Fabulous doesn't have the personality of Joe Budden. Was Joe no, Budden really was, like, super on top. And they're good friends. But Joe Budden was, like, super, like, no, I did this not happen. This will happen, blah, blah, blah. And so it, it's going to be jo- significantly different. Joe Budden, to his benefit or his detriment, will always continue to talk as long as you'll like listen to him. Yeah. And I think it. one of the things I like about people like that, myself included, is like you'll always know where I was coming from. Mm-hmm. And that at least makes things easier to understand. Mm-hmm. And it's like if you can paint the whole picture, just not one side of the picture. Mm-hmm. And he does a pretty good job of that even in things involving himself. And I think that makes it easier to, to see through the bullshit sometimes. Yeah. He, there's still some bullshit with him, but he's usually easy to pick out on that. Yeah. Um, I know we got to wrap up soon. There's a couple other quick things I did want to get to. Uh, Cardi B using a ghostwriter. You seem to have feelings about this. Uh, now, this is as a hip-hop head. I I, I got to be against hip-hop artists using uh, ghostwriters. I feel like hip-hop is an, it's an art form that is about expression. It's not, It's different from R&B. It's different from... You know, Beyonce or Rihanna having ghostwriters to make their R&B songs. Like, hip-hop is a different, you know, it's held at a different level. It's supposed to be self-expression. It's supposed to be. And, and now it feels more like, a little bit like... Production. Production, and that they, it's, she feels more industry plan-ish, or they just saw a cute girl with, like, swag that they just build everything around there and push you out here. And no, I mean, Car- Cardi did a lot to get herself on, but once on, the machine is definitely in full swing. Yeah, but it's like, she didn't write, I mean, I, it does take a little bit of credibility. Now, I don't think, I don't think the audience besides like, the, the true hip-hop. Here, here's my question, like, just the, like, did anyone think a stripper from the Bronx was writing dope bars? Not, not that I'm saying I love Cardi's bars or anything, but like, yeah, I don't think I ever. I think everyone kind of knew she had a ghost. Yeah, she, had, like, yeah. she definitely. Everybody knew she had people in the room at least. We, we knew everybody that Bodak Black that. was written by uh, Kodak Yellow, or Bodak Yellows was written by uh, what you call a Kodak Black. Yeah, everyone but, pretty much knew that. And so that, I, I guess what I'm saying is like that seems to be the new norm. Uh, but now like, it's everything. Now her, she got exposed by this new song. So it's like, do yeah. you feel that way about Drake? I, I do feel like as a hip hop, it, it's 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 a strike against Drake. I okay. do think Drake writes Keep most that same of energy. <laughs> yeah, I do think that Drake writes a lot of his stuff. I do think he is open to borrowing. Obviously, he's open to borrowing bars, and I just don't. It's it's a, it's a strike against you. Like it's it's a hip hop thing. I, like you gotta I, th- write. This is what I would I'm never saying. let anyone write my fucking rhymes if I was a hip hop artist. I agree with you entirely. If what you want to be is exclusively a hip hop artist, mm-hmm. I think once you put yourself in other lanes, mm-hmm. like it's it's very clear. Take the instance of Drake, right? Yeah. It's very clear that Drake's number one goal is not to be the world's best MC. It is to be the world's biggest musical but, act. No, but the thing is, he bragged about being the best MC and shit like that. And, and you but can't but do that. but what I'm saying is, it's not. It, it, he's not exclusively that guy. 
So, like, Drake can write bars. Mm-hmm. And Drake will bar yeah. you to death on his own. Absolutely. But when Drake's out doing other shit and niggas still want Drake bars, mm-hmm. he might fill in two or three albums on track with some other niggas' shit. And, like, we have to accept that because he's Drake the pop star, not Drake the rapper. I, I, I don't even think he will take a whole verse from someone. I think he'll take... Oh, like, I, I think he's probably had half an album written by somebody else. I, 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 don't, I don't think that... I think that, like... I don't think like, highly of Drake, but... I think that like, he'll, like, he'll, like, he'll get... Eight bars from someone, and he'll write the other sixteen or something like. That. He'll get four bars from it, or like you know, and, and, and catch the full yeah, flow. And, and, and and, and, <laughs> yeah, and I don't think like hooks count, like but like your bars, you gotta write. So like, I guess what I'm saying is like I I look at acts like that, like when you start when when like I less than a year out the gate, you're doing like collabs with Bruno Mars. I'm not looking at you like the killer MC lyricist. Like if if it comes out that like Tal Kweli has a ghostwriter. I'm now upset. I'm, yeah, I'm, upset. I'm upset. I'm shocked. Yeah. I'm hurt. You know what I mean? But like it kind of, you know, if Jay if Jay Cole's got like a team of ghostwriters, yeah. like I'm a little upset. Okay? Yeah. You know what I mean? But like people people who make like pop rap music, like yeah. I yeah. assume they do. Yeah, but like Kanye, obviously he has ghostwriters. Yeah. But like, like Kanye was like he wasn't he wasn't a rapper first. That's not his like he's a he's a production guru. He's yeah. a musician. He's an artist. Yeah. Uh, in a similar lane. Just to stay on that same topic, how do you feel about the Tory Lanez Eric Bellinger shit? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think I, I see because Tory Lanez is open about like him jacking other nigga shit. Yeah, Tory Lanez has always left a bad taste in my mouth. We, see, I was fucked with Tory Lanez until I heard that. Have you heard that Yikes record? Yeah, I mean, I've, yeah. I've, I've we've I've known this for a while that he's kind of been. Well, I, I knew it. I just I heard yeah. yo, my nigga Arm beefed him to death. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I'm not. Uh, you know, he always left a bad taste in my mouth. Uh, like he, he felt like that guy that was like trying a little bit too hard and to be anyone else. Yeah, exactly. And we never really got a sense of who he was. So, yeah, I, 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 the, got, I think he got strikes against him too. The the bar in that boundary shit that really summed it up for me. And I love Tory Lane's music. Mm-hmm. And that's what I mean by like you have to separate people who want to make music as a production or mm-hmm. as a whole thing versus people who want to write raps mm-hmm. or write you know lyrics or whatever. It was like Tory Lanez just he's a good perfor- he's a good performer of yeah. different styles of music. Mm-hmm. Bellinger he said uh, your only talented is your only talent is mimicking any nigga who's talented. Yeah, and that's exactly what I feel like Tory Lanez's whole career. Is. Yeah, like he does everybody's style pretty yeah. well. So yeah. I can put on a Tory Lanez rec- like album mm-hmm. and I hear five or six different styles, yeah. all of which I fuck with, all of which are d- being done well. Yeah, and that's dope. That's a great thing to throw on at a party. It's a great thing to cruise around to. But when I'm comparing musical artists. Yeah, you nigga, know. you really ain't shit compared to niggas who really like doing yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that, and that's what that really like drove home for me. And I guess like that's I I look at like that's how I look at Cardi. Like Cardi ain't a rapper. Cardi's a production. Cardi's an artist. Yeah. Cardi's Cardi's a brand. You and know what I mean? She's a personality. Yeah, she's, like, and she's it does killing. Take, and, and she's killing that lane. Yeah, but I don't does, think it takes anything away from her. That it like, does. It does take. So you can't be like the king of New York. You can't be the hottest in New York. And you know you not you your production. It's the thing. You got horrible nigga. No, she no has a ghostwriter. Well, well, now right currently she's it's between highs in New York between her and Takashi Six Nine. Facts, but uh, yeah, but Takashi uh, from there? What's Takashi? Yeah, from? he's from Brooklyn. Oh, for real? Um, but yeah, I mean, with like a ghostwriter, it feels like oh, well, this is just a industry production that they put out in front of us. I mean, when Nikki comes back, that she's writing her own shit. She got you know, and she is a production based on her own personality mm. and the shit that she architect. I, I feel. I feel. Do you don't feel like Cardi's authentic? 
I feel like her personality is, but if you can't write your own music and you're and people are writing for you and constructing your your if your music's not official and authentic, then like you Let me, I'll I'll say this because I know we gotta wrap up anyway. I I feel like the Cardi thing in a nutshell boils down to me is like this is the first peeling of the wallpaper mm-hmm. that maybe Cardi's not the like super authentic always always the real Cardi Cardi that we like yeah. that that's her brand. That's what makes Cardi, Cardi like hot right now. Yeah, and so like we know that's going to change. I'm interested to see what Phase Two looks like and how she transitions into like being a star, but keeping that authenticity. Yeah, I mean, this is not a great start to that. She's like a she's like a pop in like yeah. authentic personality, but she's not much different than Bad Bobby. The the uh, oh get out of here. Uh, are we are we how are we how are they different? Their personality. One didn't get popping from a Mari show. They still got she got popping from loving hip hop. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess that's fair. Like, I, I mean, I, I both of them that like that's I I can't speak to Ella Cardi man. Like, I don't think that highly of her, but I think more highly it's, than Bad it's, Barbie. It's a stretch, and they're not in the same level. Like, obviously, like, like I I guess like I I always you know even for all of my detesting of capitalism on this podcast, like people who play the system well, I, I respect for their gaming of the system. Well, I mean, Cardi Cardi bad, Cardi Bad Baby or whatever her name is, that's what they're doing. They're using. Her popping this off of oh off yeah, is she doing that? Is she getting some money? But she she, she ain't hits? doing Cardi level. No, but I guarantee like I she, hope she never getting, does. She's getting hits. I guarantee she's only 14, 15. So yeah. like by the time she's 18, 19... she's coming to Boston like uh, a couple weeks. Yeah, I'm getting tickets. Fuck no. Catch <laughs> 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 bad Barbie at the Middle East. Bad uh, baby, actually. Bad baby, whatever it is. Yeah. Fuck her. Uh, she's only fourteen, so I mean, no, don't fuck her. Don't add twenty two that shit. I know you want to catch uh, touch on a couple of sports things real quick before we get out of here. MMA stuff. You had some yeah. Okay. So I just wanted to, one boxing wise. We have to oh, okay. we have to shout out Anthony Joshua. He yeah. Called, he won this weekend against uh, Joseph uh, Joseph uh, King or something. I forget who he fought, but it was a big fight. He won unanimously. He called out the Brock's bomber uh, Deontay Wilder. This is hopefully for the yeah. end of 2008 or maybe early 2019. Let's make this fight happen. Like you don't check I'm out these guys. I'm not a boxing like, guy, and I'm excited for yeah, that. Yeah, this one. is two heavyweights. One from heavyweights coming back. One from London. One from America. One from the UK. One from America. This is a this is big. Is there anything if, better than like international big fights? No, this especially a heavyweight one. This is the one that everyone needs to happen. Uh, sad news. Uh, MMA Khabib. Versus Tony Ferguson got canceled. This fight, this is a big, one of yeah. the biggest MMA fights, anticipated fight. This is the fifth time they planned it. This is the fifth time this fight has been canceled. What so, the fuck is good? Dude, Drug test? Uh, no, this one was a a ripped a torn oh, LCL right yeah. off the right off the bone. I think right off the muscle. Yeah, you can't do much about that. Um, and then last time it was like just weight issues, injury. It's just been a nightmare. But the guy who uh, whose fights one forty five, the champion at one forty five is stepping up to fight Khabib this weekend. It's gonna be an exciting at fight. 151. At one fifty one. At one fifty five. Yeah, it's gonna be and it's some it's an undefeated guy versus a, a guy with only one loss. Two Conor McGregor. Uh, wow. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good L. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> as uh, the selection committee would say, it's not as interesting as Tony and Khabib was supposed to be, but it's gonna be crazy. But that's you know, I'm still I'm stoked for that Bronx Bomber fight, dude. That's like, gonna I can't be crazy, wait for that. dude. Yeah, they got to get it happening. They got it. It's a lot of boxing, so boxing is a mess. 
but hopefully they get it popping. Uh, last thing, sports really, because we're recording this on a Monday. Uh, national title tips off in 55 minutes. Yeah. Who you got? Uh, Kansas, Michigan. I got to go with... Oh, Nova, 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 Michigan. Rather, I got to go with Nova. I can't get it past my head that Michigan only scored 22 points in the first half. Yeah, <laughs> Although, did you see the women's final? No. Uh, Notre Dame scored, I think it was like seven points in the entire second quarter, and then came back... Rewind real quick. Did you see? You didn't see the final four for women's, I assume, because no, no. who's watching the women's final four? Yeah. I turned it on because I thought the men's final four was uh-huh. on, and then the game was on, so I was like, all right, fuck, we'll watch the game. Uh-huh. The final four game between UConn, undefeated UConn, no, and Notre Dame. Oh, we got to run. Bro. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like already running. Long around. story short, ste- uh, like UConn came back, forced overtime in mm-hmm. the last 40 seconds. Again, Notre Dame was up five, 40 seconds left. UConn ties. Shorty said it's a step back, like jump over a half a second left to, to win the game, beat UConn. Uh, Notre Dame, two days later in the national title, uh, comes back after scoring only seven points in the second quarter, down like 15. Uh, Shorty hits a step back three from the, pretty much the same place, just like two feet behind. Uh, same girl, bang for the win as the, uh, at the buzzer. Yeah. It was anything fucking can filthy. Ha- anything can happen in college. Uh, anything can happen when you're a Catholic school playing s- on Easter. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm still going with, and I'm still going with uh, Nova. I still got Nova too. Uh, Nova plays NBA style basketball. They shoot more threes than everybody. They get to the rim more than anybody. They're probably going to beat them. But I still do love John Beeline. Uh, and top five. Uh, we got a couple minutes. Yeah, sure. Uh, one of the good things about brackets, one of the good things about fights, one of the good things about sports in general is people to root against. Mm. Uh, my, I'm a Carolina fan. My team was out early in the bracket, so I was just mm. rooting against people this whole time and rooting for Loyola Chicago, and that was about it. Mm. Who's your top five athletes or teams to root against? Uh Obviously, I'm from Ohio. I'm from Cleveland, so I hate uh, Michigan. Okay. Steelers. Michigan University, of Michigan. Yeah, everything. Okay. Is, oh, no, no wonder you're rooting for no. Exactly. I don't know why yeah. I even asked you that question. Um, I apologize. That's disrespectful. Exactly. So, as far as players, uh, I always, you know, had beef. I was a Jordan guy, so Reggie Miller. Ooh. Okay. Um, and then, who else didn't I like? Um, Oh, uh, Joe, Joe Kim Noah. I, yeah, oh my God. And they, an ugly style yeah, they, they beat the year he played for Florida. We lost to Florida yes. in football championship and the national championship in basketball. So yeah, I always disliked him. And then, um, I was rude for that. I was like, yeah, I don't know after that. Uh, well, sorry to do it to you because I know obviously you're from, from the Ohio, but mm-hmm. like LeBron's easily topped the list. Most most fun to root against of all, and in my old in, uh, oh yeah, Kyrie just, now. I mean, I mean since oh, he left Cleveland, hater, hater. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, he gets no love, right? LeBron. Oh no, Golden State, Golden State. Oh, I forget how did I forget Golden State. All okay. the Golden State, Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, all don't like skinny niggas. <laughs> we we gotta watch sports together because you hate all the niggas I love. Uh-huh. Uh, I can't stand. I let me rephrase. I have. Aged on LeBron James, mm. and I like LeBron James, the human being, the man, the businessman. Mm. Still, my favorite player to root against. Yeah, there's he his history of being a crybaby bitch who chokes yeah. in like crunch time situations is on par with no other, and it's so much mm. fun to watch it unravel. Yeah. You got cramps in the finals, dog. Get the fuck out of here, you <laughs> pussy. Uh, Yankees, obviously, I'm from Boston all day. I have very few like diehard affiliations, yeah. but I'm a Sox fan until I die. Fuck the Yankees, even though my roommate and best friend is a Yankee fan. Uh, 
NBA, I root for pretty much everyone, so I'm not really a, a big NBA hater. Uh, Duke basketball is number three for me, no question. Respect Coach K. will always respect Coach K. Fuck the Dukies. I'm a Carolina guy. Uh, Tar Heels in my blood. Tar Heels through the family. Tar Heels all the way. Mm-hmm. Uh uh, Florida in general as a college, the University mm-hmm. of Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I forget Alabama. I hate Alabama too. Uh, they're so fun to root against. I'm all, Alabama was also my fifth, so thanks for stealing my thunder. Uh-huh. Alabama, so Alabama was my fifth. I because, just remember like why you. All right, no, no, no there's like they're fun to root against just because they're like just like any other team that's that good. Mm-hmm. The Patriots would be my my six A there, but mm-hmm. University of Florida uh, was the last Division One school to offer scholarships to black athletes. Mm-hmm. So if you're a person of color and you root for Florida, keep that in mind. And I hope you change your mind because mm-hmm. they also had Joe Keaton no. <laughs> and that makes them two of the most hateable things in all of sports <laughs> in one place. I'm good, even though I love you, Billy Donovan. Um, that's about all I got for this week. You guys yeah. sure you want to get no, That's a long enough. podcast anyway. It's it an hour 22. Uh, that's about it. We'll catch you all next week. As always, it's been Late to Work, episode 31, not 38. Yeah. Uh, and don't be a dickhead. We'll see you next don't week. Don't be a dickhead. Please.